Welcome to the Kid Next Door podcast, inspirational stories of compassion from the rising generation. We invite you to put yourself in the story, to use your wonder and imagination to dream up small or big acts of kindness you can offer the world. This is the Kid Next Door podcast. And this episode is sponsored by Slingshot. Slingshot is a nonprofit that helps young people build resilience, uncover and pursue their professional passions, and develop networks of people that can help them along the journey, ultimately helping them answer the inevitable question, what do I do with my life? Slingshot does this through programs in high schools, colleges, and direct coaching models. And soon, they'll even have an online course. You can learn more about them and their founder's book, Be More Like You, at helloslingshot.org. Now let's meet the Kid Next Door. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kid Next Door podcast. I'm with my new friend. Nazanin Molisara. Nazanin. Did I nailed it? Right? Yes. Okay, yes. And Nazanin, you go to a very special school, probably one of the best schools, I would say, in the world. Um, mm-hmm. in the year 2000, there was somebody that went through there, Mr. Shadel, actually, um, and he's sitting next to you. Did you know that? Mr. Shadle, 2000, right here. Okay. <laughs> Enough about me. What is a year at Shadle Park High School, and what is high school like in 2023? Oh, that's awesome. Um, I'm a senior at Shadle Park High School, and this is my second year at Shadle. And comparing Shadle to other high schools that I went to, Shadle is one of the best high school in the world. Nice. Not going to lie. It's awesome. <laughs> The amount of support, the amount of love, the amount of uh, help I get from my school and my and our school staff wow. is amazing. What kind of help? Um, they help me with my college application. They help me to be involved, help my community, get to know others, learn about other people, teamworking, especially in my leadership class, Mr. Harmon. He has taught me so much. I have learned so much from my leadership class, working with different people, how to wow. do public speaking, all that. Yeah. You you mentioned to ask ask the question, mm-hmm. you know, the questions that we kind of went over and ask it. Right. Yeah, normal, because this isn't your first language. Mm-hmm. What's your first language? I speak Dari, but in America, it's common as Farsi. I am from Afghanistan, yeah. and all the people in Afghanistan speak Dari, but Farsi. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're the same thing. Wow. And then when did you come to America? I moved to America in 2019 uh, with my sister because wow. my parents moved to America in 2016. Oh, okay. So me and my sister and my other two brothers, we lived alone for about four years. Whoa. Waiting for our visa to, to come so Gosh. we can move to America too. That was wow. a little hard, but... Yeah. We got through it. And then who who's the oldest? My oldest uh, is my brother. He uh, He's 24 now. Okay. And he's also waiting for his visa since then. And he's still in Afghanistan. He can't come because they say he's over the age of 21. Oh, wow. So you and your sister were able to come. Mm-hmm. And then is he the only one kind of left behind? Uh-huh. He's the only yeah. one. He, like since 2016, he's yeah. still waiting. Interesting. Why? They don't give him uh, the visa because wow. he's the only one left, uh, left there and we want him to come here. But they just don't give him the visa because he's over the age of 21. Wow. 
So that's something that not a lot of people mm-hmm. that grow up in America understand, mm-hmm. like having your parents go plot a new course in a new country right. and then kind of leave their kids to give them a better better life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. What was that like? It was, to be honest, my experience in Afghanistan compared to here, I am so grateful that I'm here now. Wow. Because before I moved to America on January 17, um, my dad passed away in Spokane. Oh. A couple months before we moved to America, oh, I'm we sorry. spent all those years waiting to come here, live with my family, and then yeah. my dad passed away, oh my and gosh. now he's not here. And then so it's your mom and mm-hmm. yeah, and one brother, or uh, is that brother that loves soccer? I, you were talking about <laughs> soccer. <laughs> yeah, I have three brothers. One oh, of okay. them are in Afghanistan. My other two are here. Okay. My oldest brother is he is he's um he he takes care of us he wow. is like my dad oh wow mm-hmm. you smile when you think about him mm-hmm. yeah he's awesome he's pretty cool that's if awesome you met him. i can't wait maybe mm-hmm. someday we will meet and then the reason why we met we you were running um an assembly and um and sloan was like oh my gosh you gotta meet her and then he sends me this article <laughs> about you on like facebook and i'm like oh my gosh she got this award so generation alive comes you're on this action team mm-hmm. how has that been going being in generation alive really taught me about community service trying to help people even like a small act can make a big change in someone's life and we um after we did the assembly we raised about three thousand dollars which wow. is amazing from a high school and we are still trying hard to do even more fundraising so we can help our Shadow community and other people outside um, Shadow. Four meals per, like, dollar. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of meals mm-hmm. that's going to literally go into the community to help. And then you learned about compassion. Yes. So what does compassion mean to you? Mm. To me, compassion is, is an act of, like, showing empathy as yeah. uh, understanding and recognizing the problem and giving, showing and helping other people, yeah. taking an action to help other people. That's really good. It's not just, you, you said empathy, you have to have that. Mm-hmm. But empathy um, without action, yeah, I guess, I don't know, it doesn't mean It doesn't as much. mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. You need yeah. to like truly understand someone before like this also goes with like judging people yeah you have to truly understand someone before coming to a point to judge them you have to know them and being compassionate you do it on your daily basis if you think about it truly even opening a door to someone is an act of being compassionate yeah have you you use the word um understanding and being judged have you felt um have you felt some of that Judge, yes, yeah, in uh, what ways? Um, when I transferred to Shadow my junior year, I was the first Afghan female. N- I've never been judged, but it was pretty challenging for me to get to know people, interact with them, and they would like ask me a lot of questions. Yeah. And I love the uh, people asking me questions because I want before. I want them to know about me, yeah. then being confused and make 
wrong assumption, assumptions about me. That's so great. So you, you appreciate the curiosity. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite quotes is Walt Whitman, who was also in the Telasso show. And he says, um, be curious, not judgmental. Do you like That's that? That's amazing. That's kind of mm -hmm. what you're talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Be curious, not judgmental. If you have a question about Afghanistan, yeah, feel free mm -hmm. to ask it. Um, they would ask me about why I wear a scarf or yeah. like just what language do I speak, where I'm from. Not even just students, but the staff, the teachers. And I would answer it. And I was so happy. I was like, oh, this is great. Like you guys ask me a question. That's a lot better than making wrong assumptions yeah. about someone and now i am even more connected and like friends with those people than i was before oh that's beautiful mm -hmm. it's like understanding um really brings us together mm -hmm. because yeah those assumptions go away and then mm -hmm. you're just sitting next to a human right trying to learn about them and we mm -hmm. all like it when I mean, I, I like it when people ask me about my life. I mean, yeah, so I can imagine like, yeah, it's an important mm -hmm. yeah part of your life and in, in Afghanistan, and then it's shaped you um, into the person you are today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some of the ways that you are living out that compassion? I have done a lot of volunteering works um, during COVID. Yeah. I, uh, I volunteer at the Habitat Humanity. Um, we distributed food. I do a lot of uh, school activities, yeah. trying to get everyone involved. Um, we also have a club called She Club. It stands for Solidarity, Hope, and Empowerment. Oh, wow. We do our best to empower all young women to come together, help them know about high school, and um, find the different ways to get them connected with other people wow. because connection is a key to success. There, there's a quote. I'm going to use it in my edit. <laughs> Connection is the key to success. All right, you're going to write a book someday, or I'm going to take these quotes and write a book for you. Um, but so, and connection has meant success for you because where Absolutely. are you going mm. in the next fall? University of Washington. Let's go. You dog. Go dogs. Let's go. And you got a scholarship, right? Yes. Yeah. I got their presidential scholarship. Incredible. Where does this come from? Where does your heart to during COVID when a lot of people sheltered in place? Mm -hmm. Everybody was fighting over toilet paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> you were out passing out food. Where does the compassion, yeah, for other people come from? Mm-hmm. So um, I like to watch news yeah, because I want my English to get better. Wow. Uh, yeah. So when I saw a lot of people on the news, like how COVID is really impacting them, uh, I talked to my brother. I was like, I need to like, even like if I can do like a small thing, I yeah. want to do it. And then I talked to um, one of our family members and they helped me find a way to um go and volunteer with them and i oh, did it for wow. like a couple months like once a week yeah or twice a week even that wow that was a big change like yeah. i i learned so much from just doing that wow how did it how did it make you feel it made me feel awesome yeah that why i was with so my, weird to me like i i know why it does like i guess chemically but it's at the same time it's, i felt that i am part of this community 
Was that a bit, is that a, was that a big thing coming mm-hmm. from another community? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seeing and working with different people and trying to help others really is my vision. Wow. Seeing and helping others is my vision. Keep, <laughs> keep writing, painting that tapestry in the world. <laughs> That's a beautiful vision that I want to be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> Your experience coming to the U.S. Yeah. What was hard and um, what is beautiful? I always like mm-hmm. to, I mean, there's both, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that was hard, as I already mentioned, is yeah. language barrier. Yeah. I did not know English. I started wow. school as a freshman and I, I went to Ferris. Wow. Okay. Even though it was like far away from our house, yeah. I had to go to Ferris. And then sophomore year, I transferred to NC, North Central. Yeah. And then junior year, I transferred to Seattle. So for me, and it was COVID years. Right. And for me, I didn't have much time to learn English. Oh, my god. And gosh. also, transferring to different high schools made it even harder for me to, you know, make friends, get connected yeah. with people at your school. It was very challenging. And also, oh. in Afghanistan, there's not, like different type different type like different cultures there oh they're just afghan people gotcha they're all muslims but here when i when i came here i was like i was shocked yeah and i didn't because there was multiple right Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um yeah different um, seeing different different people from different countries yeah the way they talk they know different languages and making like relationships with them getting to know them because you talk with the people differently. Everyone is different. Wow. And you have to be careful with what you're saying because it might be, it might affect them in some way that you don't know because you don't know that much. Oh, that's So I had good. to make, find a way wow. so I can like learn English and besides, you know, uh, school materials and all that. It was very challenging. So, and all the school materials are kind of in English. Mm-hmm. Did they, what, how, how did you do it? That <laughs> was pretty challenging. But then I think my junior high school, when yeah. I transferred to Shadow and I got involved because I ran for ASB president. Yeah. It was pretty cool. After that, I think I really changed and getting to know people and a lot of people um, found out like who I am and see me as a dear friend as a Highlander and all the staff saw me and that really changed me. Wow. And now I can see myself as someone who have grown so much since I, since the first day I moved to America. Wow. Yikes. You just touched like hard and good and all like that. I'm like tearing up like, (laughs) because I just don't know. Um, like sometimes I don't think growing up in America, white man, don't um, have the understanding of, yeah, some of the struggles that other people mm-hmm. go through. Like it's my like, menus have always been in English. Right. It's like seeing, like growing up in one country and then moving to another country that's totally different and trying to get along with people and yeah. kind of like feel that you are from that country is pretty challenging. Like tra- 
moving to one country to another is very like hard. Right. And for me, I I've changed now. For me, it's I can I I see myself as part of this country. Yeah. And I'm very grateful because I've learned so much, and now I have the opportunity. Which you ask about what is beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the opportunity to continue my education. Yeah. Which now looking back, uh, in Afghanistan, girls they're not allowed to go to school. Wow. And I cannot imagine how what I've been if I was there. Yo. And now seeing them, I tell I every single day I tell myself like, I'm here. I have the opportunity, and if I don't reach my goal, it's on me because I didn't try my best. Yeah. I didn't take the initiative to help myself to find ways to ask for help. Wow. Is asking for help hard? Uh, for me, no. Yeah. No, you, yeah. Good for you. I, I go for it. <laughs> Good for you. Because we all... We all need help. You yeah. can't. You cannot succeed without asking for help. Totally. Everybody's fronting when they don't, which means everybody's like posturing, like, mm-hmm. no, I got this. <laughs> and then in reality, they're just falling apart yeah. on the inside. <laughs> without getting help, you can't do anything. Yeah. We all need, if we don't help each other, no one's going to succeed. Wow. You have dreams now. Yes. That's kind of, that's like, it's, it's yeah. That, I don't know. I'm, I have a loss of words just because I don't know what's like not to have dreams. And I think, mm-hmm. and you do, mm-hmm. because where you came from, you weren't allowed the education to be able to dream of what. what but now, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to UW. What are you studying? Uh, I'll be majoring in biochemistry. Cool. And I'm planning to go to UW Medical School. Oh future, my gosh. Because I want to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is that's my dream goal. You have a huge heart and you want to work on hearts. See? That's cool. <laughs> I like that. Well, I really appreciate that. Oh, that's so awesome. Uh this we could we need to do a follow-up. I could talk to you forever. Just because I am so eager to learn about, um, yeah, the Afghan culture, um, because sometimes the news doesn't, um, always paint it in the, the brightest sense and everything's just falling apart. I mean, Mm -hmm. but the reality is there's a lot of beauty and there's really brave people standing up and moving out, Mm -hmm. um, and using their voice. I'm so glad you have a voice here. Keep using your voice. Oh my gosh. Uh, what understanding can you give others who are quick to judge? Ooh. Yeah. Don't they say, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. I got books over here. See, it's cliche, but it. still. Cliches are cliches for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Before judging someone, I always say like, stop, think, and then... Go for it. And then if you want to judge, you have to understand someone truly before judging them. You don't know what that person is going through. Like stop in their shoes and then go and then go and judge if you want, which is connected to being compassion. Yes. You have to truly understand someone before judging them. Wow, man. That's beautiful. What makes you come alive? Like you just... Your energy is stupid. (laughs) If there was like an energy 
<laughs> monitor or thermometer, like it would be off the charts right now. Like I have goosebumps. I'm like, there's like this, there's this vibe with you. Like what makes you, you, what makes you come alive? Mm, the connections I have with people. Yeah. Um, the things I've learned, the things I've experienced, my dreams, everything is because I worked with so many different people. Wow. I have learned from different people. Miss uh, April Everhart, she's a college and career specialist. She's awesome. The That's amount awesome. of things I've heard from her and learned, it's insane. That's amazing. And I really, really appreciate her for always helping me. Going like, I can't even, I don't even know how to put it in words. Yeah. The amount of work she helped me, the amount of the time she spent with me to help me with my applications, wow. just life in general, giving me life advice has really changed me. Wow. What's her name? April Aberhart. She's our culture and career specialist. April, shout out on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for encouraging. Yeah you to live into your true self mm -hmm. wow and also my family my mm. oldest brother as i mentioned he's like my dad yeah his name is muhammad rozawa lizada wow and my mom and my other two siblings that are here they always support me yeah it, the amount of support i get from people is crazy wow <laughs> they always uh tell me to try your best yeah wow do whatever you can like it's not going to hurt if if you don't try it. Go for it and do whatever you can wow. until you reach your dream. Wow, that's amazing. Have you ever felt um have you ever felt judged? There was one time uh, me and my mom and my older brother we were walking home. It was like at night. Yeah. And there was like this dude, um he he almost he was trying to hit us with his car. Jeez. Because he was being racist. Wow. And we couldn't, we couldn't see like his license plate. Yeah. And it was very terrifying because he almost hit us and my Jeez. mom was on the side. Yeah. So th that was one of the hardest thing that ever happened. And wow. sometimes I, I like to run. Yeah. And when I go running, sometimes uh, um, some of the cars, they beep and yeah. I just put my head down and then go because i know tunes and you got tunes do you mm -hmm. listen to okay because i'm like you know you don't know about me so i i, I don't yeah. give my i don't want to spend my valuable Ooh. time talking to you and explaining myself to you if you're being so rude to me right now good for you because you yeah your energy yeah your energy is important like to keep it you know for the healing of you, yourself mm -hmm. so to focus on the negatives i just don't see that with you I see you being a goldfish. Like that's so <laughs> wild that we just saw that. I've got the Ted Lasso poster up there. It says be a goldfish and that a goldfish was a goldfish. Uh, Ted wanted to remind Sam that because Sam made a mistake um, and uh, was uh, he needed to forget it. And the goldfish has a 10 second memory. It seems like being a goldfish with ignorant people mm -hmm. that don't take the time to get to know who you are and mm -hmm. understand you. Cause if they heard your story, you'd have to be an idiot to still have those assumptions. Yeah. They, they only see one side of the story. They didn't think about the situation from different angles. Right. Even there was like Ooh. one time I was in downtown. 
there's like this guy came up to me he was i was talking to someone else yeah. uh, in uh, farsi and he came up to us he was like don't speak your language here speaking like this is america are and you I, serious i was like um yes it is america wow. but there's a lot of people who speak different languages yeah you can't make someone speak english right. it was it was super weird but, oh my gosh you know these things happens these oh. these are only a couple of them so yeah i'm glad those yeah, but those microaggressions can kind of you know add up so i'm glad mm -hmm. you found a way just to understand that that person yeah it just doesn't want to i mean the lowest form of consciousness is just this dualism right this right versus wrong this mm -hmm. left right um this dualism like it's either or mm -hmm. but the beauty is found in the understanding which is the in-between it's mm -hmm. like it's not this or that maybe it's like a both and and how can we understand each other mm -hmm. to uh move forward towards peace and love and some mm -hmm. universal things that i think every human should be about mm -hmm. <laughs> right love of self love of others and love of this planet that we've been given to kind of create beauty and mm -hmm. yeah. just appreciate each other yeah appreciate each other mm -hmm. it yeah. does not matter where you're from what you believe in oh just yes. we're all humans just appreciate each other's culture their faith appreciate <laughs> each other like you have a way of like Simple, uh, like I use a bunch of words, but you have a way of like, <laughs> you need to be my writer to help me. Like, okay, KJ, you could say that paragraph in two words appreciate each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love your perspective on life. Um, yeah. What are some things that, um, oh, what would you tell? A younger version of yourself that's i know i didn't prepare you for that question so you can okay. take some time to think but what things have you learned along the way that you wish your younger self might have known like i would have like tell my younger self yeah what would you tell your younger self everything's gonna be okay oh that's everything's gonna be I okay say. wow because mm -hmm. i was really concerned even though I was little, I was really concerned about what yeah. my future will be. Because yeah. I didn't know what's going to happen. Wow. And now seeing what's happening there, it was true. If I was yeah. there, then I would have been this not able to you go to school. You had a planned school. out kind of future. Like mm -hmm. it was not just that. Just staying at home. Wow. Nothing. Just no hope. Yeah. Very disappointed and didn't know what to do. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So the young girls that maybe are still there um, that I hope this podcast reaches, uh, it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's There's the message. There's always hope. There's always hope. Oh. Even in the dark night, oh, mm -hmm. there's always hope. Oh, What do adults, This is, uh, and then we'll get to the rapid fire questions. You know about the rapid fire questions? There's, there's, there's like these, I just talked about, understanding and not dualism mm -hmm. but the uh rapid fire questions are either or questions it's okay. like peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter <laughs> okay yeah. so um but before that what would you like to um share with adults um about what it's like to be a teenager like mm -hmm. what advice would you give them that maybe they have assumptions on what 
teenagers are. That's the kid next door. And some people don't like the word kid because it like makes you feel too young. But I'm like, mm-hmm. no, we need to reclaim that word because I think everybody is a kid. Mm-hmm. Even grownups are like big kids and the kids next door are changing the world. And that's right. you. So what would you tell adults on, yeah, your generation? Uh, about teenage life? Yeah. I would say um, just we think that like our parents don't understand us, but they they understand us because mm. they're like very experienced than us. But still, when you're a teenager, you feel very stressed, overwhelmed, and you don't know what to do with your life. Even myself, I know what I'm going to do. I have pretty much most of my life planned out, but I'm still stressed because I don't Mm. know if I'm making the right decision or not. It's just if parents or older ladies, like they should be more like open-minded and someone you you your teenage girl or boy can talk to yeah because if you don't have that support if you can't talk to your parents or your sister or your mom or your dad it's just not gonna work yeah they will just do some other stuff or talk to Mm -hmm. some to their friends who are less experienced as well and they will do something that's not okay. Yeah, because there's life experience to be mm-hmm. learned, you're saying, right. from the generations, but then there's also your own personal mm-hmm. journey and, and, and stressors that are along mm-hmm. the way. It's yeah. just if parents are like someone that very easy to talk to. I think for yeah. teenagers, that is a bit, very big challenge that we don't feel we feel Ooh. comfortable talking to our parents, but it's just hard. We just we think that they don't understand us if we um, tell them wow. like that our problem. Yeah, because they will just connect it back to their time when they were a teenager. Oh. But this is twenty twenty three. Our yeah. problem is way different than wow. their problem when they were in nineties. That is way different. Wow. So would you say that adults we need to maybe shift a little bit more towards? Um, like you got to do this, you got to do that rules, mm-hmm. like to still have boundaries, mm-hmm. but maybe more of like cheerleaders and somebody that is easier to talk to. I just think about my own experience. I've got a 17 year old daughter and I'm, uh, and we, um, are figuring it out. Like we're figuring out how to love each other and I adore her. Um, and sometimes I feel like she doesn't understand me, but she probably feels like I don't understand her. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as a dad, you want to like fix things Mm -hmm. because you don't want your kids to experience pain. All right. But that's probably part of the journey. I think like sometimes it's okay to like leave your kid to leave their comfort zone because you always think that you should not do this because it's not safe, but this is life. It's full of problems, and without problems, it does not have any meaning. Ooh. And if you don't let your daughter or your uh, son to experience that challenge now and overcome it themselves, what are they going to do in the future? Beautiful. You're not going to be with them in the future. Yeah. They've got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they've got to fail. 
Mm-hmm. And we've and it's hard to watch your kids, you know, mm-hmm. try something and fail, but they've got to. You can't succeed without failing. Yep. <laughs> Mic drop. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, questions. Hot seat questions. Are you ready? I was born ready. Who was Mr. Shadle in 2000? You. <laughs> okay, that was, that was, yeah, it was me just giving myself. That wasn't cool. Um, uh, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No, absolutely not. Come on. I, I would rather not eat for a whole day than eating pineapple on pizza. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, let's go um, ice cream. Let's just, let's just do favorite flavor. I love chocolate. Okay. Chocolate or chocolate and peanut butter? Chocolate. No, Wait, what? Chocolate and peanut butter? I love what? chocolate and peanut butter. There's okay. no way. There's I'm no. going to eat that. <laughs> All right. Summer or winter? Winter. Okay. Why? I can't do a summer. You can't do a summer? I get sick when it's super hot. <laughs> I, I think like when it's like super cold. I can do something to like keep myself warm, but when right. it's like hot, I feel like my whole oh, body just like I know like that. What's the temperature tired. like in Afghanistan? Is it seasonal? Mm-hmm, it is. Okay, um, I don't really know. Do you get snow? Oh yes. Oh, four seasons there. Wow. Yes, and it's See, also like something. they have like a different year. I think it's like it's like a different c- calendar. Bare feet or shoes? Shoes. Okay. Just like grounding and feeling the vibe. Yeah. A little weird. What's your favorite sport? Guess guess what it is? Um, soccer. Because your brother likes soccer. Basketball. Is it? Mm-hmm. Did you know I played hoops? Oh, you did? Yeah, because I told, I coached your principal in basketball. Oh, yeah, you right? did yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. Um, do you have a favorite team? Well, I don't watch basketball. That is a you problem. You just like to play it. I, I I don't even know much about basketball, <laughs> but I just like to play basketball. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I don't even know like much about it. Like if someone asks me like, what is basketball? Like, yeah. you just dribble the ball and then you make a shot. Oh, that's, that's so good. And um, I do have a joke. I think it's, a, you know, um, knock, knock. Who's there? The kid next door. Who? You're the kid next door. What? <laughs> Thanks everybody for tuning in. I'm going to give you the last word. What is um, something that you'd like to tell the world? Um, no pressure. Okay. I will say it to all the refugee girls. Yeah. Um, I would say, try your best. You might think it's hard, but it is possible. And your destiny is on your own hand. And if you don't put the hard work to work on your future, you're losing out on so much. And this is your life. You can do whatever you want. And you have all the opportunities here in America that wow. people back home don't, ha- don't, ha- don't have it. Wow. Take your time. Spend the amount of time you need to to get your uh, thing done and be successful. And also, connection is key to your success. Oh, man. Trademarked. That's trademarked. We have it in print. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Kid Next Door podcast. Thanks for having me. Bye. Nice job. Thanks. The Kid Next Door is a production of Generation Alive 
a nonprofit that is activating youth to lead with compassion. To find out more about the work we do and why we do it, visit generationalive.org. going to say is um i know that there's like this stress and you think you have you know that your future planned out mm-hmm. but just be open to pivoting mm-hmm. to it's just as like, you find your joy and there there is a lot of pressure in that even though to I, figure out i know like my life is planned out i'm going to university of washington right but i'm still like i have this like bad feeling yeah. that not like saying if i'm going to be successful yeah, yeah, yeah. i know i will be yeah uh, it's just Myself, like I, I don't know, like okay, what am I gonna do there? Like my, me, myself, because oh, yeah. like in our culture, it is not common to like, to like a girl like moving out and being. Oh old. right. So I didn't even think about it's that. It's not yeah. like because they're strict. It's just. It's, yeah, without it's a husband culture. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's our culture. It's like common. Yeah, so like right. nobody really cares about like oh my god, your your parents are rich. Yeah. It's not like that. It's just like how people work there. Yeah. And me being the first one from right. my family, moving out and... Going to college and stuff. Going to Seattle? Yeah. It's a huge city compared to Spokane. And myself, it's... I, that's why I'm kind of like scared. I'm like, what am I Oh, uh, we got some friends in Seattle. And JJ used to live in Seattle. So I wonder if there's some like... Yeah, he can go did, over to some meals or something with some. Yeah. We were talking. I was like, I'm gonna find some connection. Oh, so that's can, great. Like, talk to you. Because it is. I mean, you are on it. Seattle's a big city, but campus is kind of a city too. So to oh, find man. those, yeah, that community uh, is you, really important you to you. Can tell I'm a pretty good, like, extroverted person. Yeah, I you're gonna find some friends. You're, yeah, you're gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, thanks for doing 